Avengers! Assemble. Big news to open up the show. You are fighting a promoter. No, usually yes, just in some sense, but no. <laughs> I have been cleared to not wear the brace other than in big gatherings of people. I'm cleared to start physical therapy. I was supposed to go to Frivola's guy today, but I got fucking COVID over the weekend, which is sick. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, the third third I time. I COVID was fucking done. <laughs> Me too. I got it from last last weekend. My girlfriend and I went down to Delaware for a seder with her like entire extended family, and I guess somebody had it there because like half of her family, including her and I, came home and had COVID, which is sick, but not nearly as bad as when I had it in the past. Like I got on the Paxlovid shit. I'm fucking. I'm chilling. So it's a, it's, a, it's a mild cold. He said, Harry, I get you Seder COVID. Yeah, that's right. Third time's the charm. This is the third fucking time I've had this shit. God chose you again, apparently. Yeah, what else is fucking new? I, <laughs> world's world's I, most punished man. <laughs> what the fuck do you even do? I told you. I, this, this time <laughs> you it was You think you'd Seder. have more fun if you were going to get so much fucking punishment. Well, well, you at least have a little fun. The first you one. Getting your dick sucked out there. All you do is your <laughs> punishment. The first one was at a when Charlie and Pumi last fought together in Atlantic City in December of 2021. I came home, got super sick that time. Then July, I think I got it from the gym. Probably, I don't really know. It's, again, I don't really do that much. I'll tell you one person you didn't get it from. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. But and the two people that literally, well, I've never been tested for COVID, but I know John has. Oh, <laughs> uh, a fucking million and a half times! I'm like, get yeah. the fuck out of my orifices. No, I haven't shoved anything <laughs> up my nose since. I just told him to do it in my ass at this point. <laughs> I'm like, listen, fucking, just stick it in my ass. This way, it's uncomfortable for you too. <laughs> if it, if it works, no. 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 I feel like people got addicted to taking those tests. Why would you like that shoved up your nose? No, I mean, that shit's miserable. It's hard. I had a camera shoved up my nose to do like, you know, check my throat Ooh. out once. I've that had was- the same shit, Carrie. They had to like yeah. cauterize my shit. They yeah. had to. The guy's like, oh, it's not that bad. I'm like, let me shove it down your nose into your throat and you tell me. Yeah, yeah. No, thank you. I didn't feel a thing. It was horrible. (laughs) It was horrible. So I was like, I'm not playing these games. I'm not getting tested. I just did the right thing. I quarantined back then. You know, now you're like the second person I've heard drop the word COVID in like two I know. I I was also in like a day or two. Someone else I know had COVID for the fourth time. I'm like, this fucking stop already. I believe. Look, if it weren't for the emphysema and the lung shit that I got, that makes it a bit of a big deal for me. I probably would have fucking chalked it up to like whatever. It's a bad cold. I'll be fine. But uh, yeah, you know that's one the pulmonologist doesn't really want to play around with. And yeah, no, just, neither do I really. <laughs> just be careful because the coming out next. Yeah. <laughs> Harry, I know. I already know the answer to this. Were you a sickly kid? No, not really. No. Not really. I had a couple. I had a couple hernia surgeries when I was a kid. I was more more hurt than sickly. I was always getting banged up playing sports okay. and shit like that. Like broke a lot of bones. Was in a lot of casts. Was on crutches a bunch. But I wasn't really sick that often. You know, so I just got banged up. It was the uh, now you switched. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. Now now I get to have a broken knee and COVID. <laughs> now you're not that athletic. Right. <laughs> yeah. You right. also get sick a lot. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, listen, I'm telling you, we're going to get you on the training plan to fucking kick Ian's ass. That's right. All right, we'll put you, whatever he's on, we'll just uh, triple it. Please do. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. That would kill you. <laughs> Ian probably is taking more steroids. <laughs> Make my arms look like this? Yeah. 
Listen, Manimal, the second the second that that test comes back negative and I can get back in the gym, they told me I I, don't, I definitely cannot fuck. I don't care if you have any touch me and you. <laughs> That's, good. That's good. Don't worry about it. Just don't no, it. I definitely can't spar and shit yet, and I have a lot of cardio and shin and hand conditioning to do. But we're we're gonna get back no, there. I'm, t- I'm telling you, Harry, you're missing the opportunity here. Come on Friday. We're not gonna actually do anything. We're just gonna bust your balls. Bring the crutch. Yeah. And now that you don't need the crutch, we'll be like, like try to get on it. This this Friday, it. I think we got weigh-ins for flex, but we will definitely film something within the next. Oh yeah, week what weight are you fighting at? Yeah, <laughs> fucking. I heard you're fighting another guy with one leg. Yeah, yeah, they made a <laughs> yeah. um, they they did a special gimp match. Nice, uh, wouldn't sign off on it. They had to get Iska. It, I know. I heard it was an exhibition. Yeah. <laughs> next, it's not a. It's not an actual fight. It's an no, exhibition. it doesn't go on the record. No, no, no. Don't worry. You could fucking do it. It's like when uh, when they have two dudes with no arms fight. <laughs> you know, those are there's no regulation there. Or the tranny no. fights. Close there's enough. no regulation because you can't pass a drug test. <laughs> no, and until it's regulated, it can't be regulated. It's just it's they don't fall into a category of like regulated. And cap- even they make a trans division. They yes, I agree. Make a trans division. Thank but you. But you have to regulate it in a weird way too. So that people that are disabled could compete sure. with other disabled people so they didn't have to compete and lose against regular people. So you know what? It's a, If you need a special bathroom and it's such a special circumstance, then yeah, make something special for them so they can compete like everybody else against each other. And if a girl or guy wants to get in there, then they can go into it, but they usually don't allow that. Regular people can't walk into it the Special Olympics and go, I want to compete. So I mean, I can't go compete in the the handicap division. Yeah. And no matter how mentally handicapped I am. I uh, mean, you, you teed me up for a real low hanging fruit joke there, Manimal. And I, I chose to I chose to take the high road. I just want that on the no, record. No, no, I left it there, but I, it there. <laughs> I like to get my balls busted. <laughs> So there I did throw that out there. I did that on purpose. For okay, you. okay. That's, yeah, that's man. called synergy. We, meanwhile, yeah, like, yeah. I'm not. I don't mind getting my bulls busted. <laughs> Hold on, let me close the door. We had we had a hell of a card this past weekend. We did a good card actually. Where do you want to start? Hold on. With the fresh mon. Yeah, there's a spooky ghost in Manimal's house. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. I need ghost Harry. Spooky, spooky ghost. Ugh, but I mean, what if cards coming up? Not early, early, but early. (laughs) Let me know. Okay. So, where do you want to start? Top down, bottom up? Oh, you wanted to start with Oli Aboudi. Voulez vous de bear? (laughs) We're all like, oh, Huh? OAM and Burgos? Yeah, is that what you want to start with? Uh, I, that that I, wasn't where I was. Harry, have you seen the content we've been creating? Oh, I, I, yes, yes, I know. We're very in on the freshman. <laughs> Are we going there? But dude, OAM, OAM mm-hmm. looked fucking great, man. He cut the head off. He sliced and diced. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me that every UFC pick that PFL has signed and thrown mad money at has not been a flop. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Everyone wow, wow. That's your Rory. Anthony Pettis, but even he. Pettis looked like shit the first time around. He looked like okay last year, mm-hmm. even though they had to set up basically a squash match for him. Who did he fight? Um, he fought um, Miles Price, won that one by triangle, and then he lost to, to Stevie Ray, that crazy body lock. Yeah. Oh, that, that's right. That modified twister. But, um,. No, I mean you're right. I think I saw some graphic that the lat like their last eight or nine acquisitions from the UFC have all gone on to lose their debut fight in the PFL. And now some of them have gone on to be successful. Like Chris Wade came over yeah. from the UFC, lost his first fight in the PFL, has been a mainstay with them. I since. wouldn't say he was a UFC fighter. Shane Burgos was like a UFC fighter. For sure. Levels, levels. But you know what you know you know what I mean, just in terms of a guy who leaves the UFC, comes to PFL, fucking whatever. But yeah, I mean Tiago Santos got his ass beat by Rob oh, Wilkinson. Well uh, Aspen Lad, she won. 
a lot of people were like up and down about the decision, but she won and she came over from UFC, so she did all right. Right, she won. That was what the Julia Budd fight last year, but then she lost her first regular season fight right. this year against uh, Kolesnik, Elena. That's right, she lost the last fight. Yeah, and she yeah she won a, a squash match. What you call it? We call right. it a padded match. It's like yeah. a match to pad your record. Yeah, yeah. Squash match. Fine. I like that term. A squash match. Come say hi. You're supposed to just squash that person, right? Right, exactly. Animals waiting for you. Exactly. But they no, put her it's, it's in regular division to kind of justify it. They were like, oh, look, she won that squash match. Now you're good. And she lost that match. She looked, you know, I mean, listen, it wasn't a terrible fight, but she didn't look great. No. And they give that girl a quarter million dollars a fight. Get the fuck out of here. It's crazy. That's what she's making? Swear to f- go look it up. That's hey, fucking bonkers. That is Banana, good for her. Get that bag, Queen. But that's fucking crazy. It. It's just crazy to me in comparison that like what Steamroller makes. I know, yeah. Like she's that's... almost making what Aljo makes. Aljo made four hundred grand for his his title fight that's in the funny. UFC. She made a little less than Aljo for a squash match at PFL. Good for her. Get that bag, queen. Literally. Whoever her agent does deserves a fucking raise. (laughs) I'm not looking. I'm looking for fucking. The equivalent for me would be like, I don't know, at least 25 grand. Because then I'd get 25 grand in sponsors. 50 (laughs) grand for me is like 250 for Aspen Lab. Right, right. Yeah. You know what what I mean? Like 250? What was she even making in UFC? I bet. It couldn't have been anywhere, dude. First of all, she never made weight. So she was only right. But she, I think they signed her. I think she got her contract renewed twice. I would be fucking stunned if she was making more than, than 70 Can 70. Probably, I would up? guess closer to 60 60, but no fucking shot she was making more than 70 70. Maybe, but even that's like, if you think about like a comparable guy fighter, an unranked dude, what's that guy making? Uh, what's an less. unranked. What's an unranked 135 guy making? I mean, the, the entry-level UFC contract right now is fucking 10-10, 12-12, 14-14, 16-16, these contender cool. contracts. And the contender 5-5. Yeah, PFL Challenger Series is 7-7. Seven, seven. Yeah. So we're, it's right in that neighborhood. Oh, wow, PFL's more. 7-7. Seven, seven. The, oh. the two deals that – the two contracts I have – Personal knowledge of seven seven for Challenger series. See that would get my dick hard. A PFL, uh, like their pay per view one. Well, that they keep talking about it, but I don't know if they're actually going to fucking. Well, I got time because I have to win the world championships this year. That's right. I'm only getting better with age. So jujitsu this year, win the world. I want to win the world as a black belt, and then got plenty of time. I'll only be forty two. You know, I can fight for another 40, 50 years. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so we, we got a little off topic, but OAM, I think that's six straight wins for him now. Absolutely fantastic showing against Burgos. I think a lot of the issue for issue for Burgos is he's always been a pretty fucking big featherweight. At lightweight, he's just kind of a regular-sized guy, and he doesn't seem to have that same speed that he has at 45, at 55. The power seemed to still be there, but he was having trouble getting inside, a lot of trouble landing on OAM. And OAM was able to just grapple him and take his back and, and stay on top of him. So and I don't no know. advantage. Right. No I don't know if Burgos. Circumcision. Right. And I don't think he could fight at 45. I don't think he could fight at 45 for a whole regular season. You know what I mean? Making. I'm just. I'm going right. Fuck. I'm powering through, baby. I'm powering through that. I'm powering right through that. But I don't think Burgos could make 45, you know, four times in eight months. Is the problem that could be tough? Yeah, I agree. I think that. that's the only reason he really. I think that's the only reason he moved up to one fifty five. Why else would he not be competing at feather? Yeah, that's that makes true. a lot of sense. Hey, very good it's point. Too much to cut, dude. Every time you cut, fuck. It's like that's what takes it out of you. If you don't have to cut, you could definitely go a lot more. Like I'll see, um, you'll see with no cut. The guys used to fight three times in a night. Kerry, is it just me and you? What? Harry's frozen. Yeah. I disappeared. Oh, is it I, but Harry's listening to you intently. I'm so high. That motherfucker's never that intent listening to no, me. I'm that high that I thought he was just like. Harry's trying to bulldoze me all the time. Harry's so stuck right now. He's so stuck. That's great. That's how I imagine him in my head. I am so crying, laughing so hard. 
So yeah, no way Shane Burgos is making. I really thought Harry was just listening. I wish. I wish Harry would would find what I had to say. He ain't that good of a listener. He just bulldozed me over a great joke. I had to take a break from that joke. My son just dented the sheetrock. No. For him, strong. He just ran through it. I could send a photo. Strong. He ran through it. Good for him. Holy shit. I'm going to put spikes on my wall if I had kids. This way they fucking learn. They get real tough or die. I saw the movie uh, Not by Choice. I was dragged into it. I wanted to see John Wick, Avatar, or Creed when I was in Florida. I wanted to see both. The only problem with John Wick is the plot is I fucking hate everyone. What's the plot? I hate everyone. Oh, and I'm going to shoot you in creative ways. I need the backstory. I would have rather them did. You know how the he first... was in the Matrix, and then he had an excellent adventure. And now he's back to judo throw and shoot people. Right? He was in the Matrix. Then he was in the Matrix. There was a speeding bus that he jumped on. Yes. <laughs> Speed. Great yeah. move. Great move. I hated it. You're the only one. I hated it too. Really? You're the only two. Not a fan. I'm not talking about the second or third one. Oh, just in general. <laughs> if I... the bus doesn't go fast enough, we're all gonna die, dude. Really? Why aren't they driving that's around a, in circles? That's a stoner plot and a half. Bro, tell Man, me it's not a stoner if we plot. Break, we die. I'm like, you're telling me you can't drive another car alongside them at the correct speed to have them start unloading? No. They fucking drove that bus for a half hour, swearing, you know. How long is that movie? Fucking two hours they're driving this bus. It's good mileage. Great mi- Yeah, right. Bus <laughs> two hours. What's crazy to me, too, is that they could do like 50 miles an hour. <coughs> yeah, nonstop. Uh, you- okay. Harry, what's your favorite uh, Reese movie? Supposed my, to be my movie favorite what? Speed. You ever do it? See, I didn't get to say my favorite Keanu Reeves movie. Go you first, Harry, then I'll go after. Oh, favorite Keanu movie. Fuck. Oh, my, the, I, the, the kid in me that. wants to say The Matrix, but I also like the John Wick movies. I don't know. I feel like those are also two really basic ass answers, but like, Whoa. come on. They, they rule. Those movies when, rule. Yeah. <laughs> Was that Harry? Constantine, they did one and done. They never did another. He said, I'm if they, the only person. They asked him if you could redo any one of your movies or reprise any one of your movies. And he said, uh, Constantine. And they said, Why haven't you? And he said, They won't let me. <laughs> I bet. Fair. That's fair. I like Constantine. Uh, Good movie. I like The Matrix. You know what I really liked? Devil's Advocate. That's a great. Never seen it. I was going to say, I don't think I've seen no, Devil's Advocate. You guys got to watch it. Al Pacino's the devil. You gotta watch Ooh, it. Ah! We'll we'll have to do a uh, we'll have to do a Here's movie watch along. You, you could eat the you could touch the apple, but don't bite it. You could bite it, but don't swallow. You could swallow, but don't fucking you know shit it out. Whatever. He's like he has you. He's like God has you jumping around. He's like I'm a fan of man. <laughs> I want to see animal do Shakespeare. Do you or do you don't? No, 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 no. What you're thinking with the head, that's alas, poor Yurik. I knew him well, right? That's what you think. Or, you you know, I actually, I could do some Shakespeare right now. I got a lot memorized. Animal could do Othello front to back, all by memory. Othello's not my favorite. Brooklyn accent only. (laughs) I probably could do Macbeth front to back. That's impressive. Three witches. Most what shall now. we do? I like how I'm just impressed by you saying that you can do it. I don't need any evidence or, or anything <laughs> to back up the claim. I was just like, no, wow, sure. that's that's fucking impressive. Oh, that's really good cool. soliloquy. Yeah. You said you don't want to hear the like soliloquy in Shakespeare? No, all right, fine. <laughs> uh, so OAM looked good. Then who else fought? B- PFL should do like uh, PFL versus PFL. one. PFL should do PFL versus Bellator. Like those, the second tier should take the chances. I think that sounds like they're gonna. My personal guess, and I want to make it very clear for anybody listening to this who 
or anybody at PFL. This does not come from any fucking knowledge that I have from working over there, freelancing over there, whatever. This is my fucking opinion. Don't fucking sue me. I'm not breaking anything. I personally think that they're going to open up that pay-per-view division with Kayla Cyborg as a headliner. I would that would be amazing if they if they could get that done. That would be- I think I think they already would have got it done if Kayla didn't lose to Pacheco in the in the finals last year. I think that kind of took the wind out of that fight a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think personally I think that's how that's how they opened that that division. I mean, I think that would be probably one of the best like super fights entertainment wise. Um Ever, I uh, yeah. Girls, I'll, I'll give you my women to happen, and it's a very, very people are gonna not destroy her. I mean, based on what we just saw, it's hard to disagree with you. I, I guess Harrison had fucking demolished Cyborg. It would demolish uh, Larissa, and I hate to say that too, but she's never been tested in, in any real MMA fights, and she can fucking grapple. And it's right. She's a good grapple. Yeah. Really, she should grapple more. Only yeah. my opinion. I think the only it's question only would be if you do it at 45, I would assume Kayla is going to be a good bit bigger than, than Cyborg would be. And the other question is, you know, how much would Cyborg have declined in the past couple of years? So I think it's still an interesting fight. Yeah, that's true, I guess. That's true. If we're doing this outside of USADA. Then, then fuck it. Let him, let him juice to the gills. Do it, do it in fucking Rio. Cyborg activated. Kerry, what's your call? Kayla Harrison, juice. Hmm. I'm gonna look at her from when she was younger, and I will give That's you the Olympics. Like of like, but from what I've seen, I don't think so. No, that is a good are... point. You can't get it past the Olympic committee. <laughs> There well, are some women the Olympics that though. are just Was big. she as jacked as she is in PFL? I'm going to look at her, like, throughout her career, and that's my best say, you know, you know, just like my spidey senses. No, I want to really look at her and look at pictures of her progression, and I'll tell you immediately. Because that's how I figured out uh, Holly Holm and Cyborg. I was like, look at their faces. They changed dramatically. Your yeah. face actually doesn't change unless you're fucking transitioning or taking testosterone. Yeah. The growth. Have you taken tests? Yeah. yeah. If a woman's jawline changes, she on something. Yeah, I learned that in baseball when Barry Bonds. If, if she gets, you know, can't really wear bikini. Barry Bonds just got the big mega mind head, and so I mean, so that's what Dana's got too. That's whatever HGH, whatever they got Dana on, is making him Rogan too. Honestly, it's making red. all of them grow these big bulbous orb heads, and they get very red, very red, oh. very very red, and very vascular. That's yeah, yeah. ERT. It's dynamite. Once you go on growth, you get red. Yeah, I guess. That Dana's so red. red. Dana's a shade of red that no human being should be oh, in a resting state. Ah, he always looks like it's just going to pop at any, any moment. Yes. yes, he looks like he has a blood pressure of like 180 over 120. You the remember when Blade, the West like, like a mild stroke at any given time? The measurements every time. Yeah. You remember when Blade stabbed that guy with like a needle that made the head blow yes. up? Yeah. Oh, Blade rocks. You guess what's happening to Dana White? They just inject the growth rate in his head. Probably. <laughs> you know, I had a client that injected growth hormone three times into his dick. Is he a fucking moron? No, he's old. But That's not an answer. Yeah. But let me he was like that if you can't fuck before they try to put, let's say, a pump in it, like let's say you take medication that don't work, then they shoot growth hormone in your dick, and he was like, it gets black and blue, ah, like days, and he was like, after three times though, it fucking got like an inch bigger and thick and fucking, he's like, always oh, rock. I was like, good for you. I was like, I'll keep that in mind in case I'm ever like sixty or seventy and. Yeah, no. Want to be fucking rocked up all the time. Sick <laughs> full of needles. <laughs> fucking bricked up at the grocery store. That's right. From well, a gust of wind. Jesus you know, Christ. I like <laughs> Don't let him do north-south on you, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus no. Christ. Uh, I'm excited to get back on the mats. Very, very excited to roll again. I'm not. <laughs> I mean, not me. I am. But not for you. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. <laughs> fair. <laughs> 
I'm gonna put you in a bubble. Like you know, yeah. you ever see when they <laughs> wrestle in that big bubble? Yeah. Oh my god. Inside, I'm gonna put you in that for your first day back. I got, I'm gonna show up and they're gonna have me looking like uh, Kobe Bryant that last season on the bench where he would play like eight minutes and then they would come out and they would wrap his whole body in ice. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> I'm gonna look like the fucking Michelin man. You need to walk out like the the canine suits. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the bite suit. Dude, I I think I said this last time, but I, every ad I get on on Instagram now is for fucking jujitsu knee braces, and I feel like they're all bullshit. It's donation again, guys. We have an open donation line. Yeah, knee brace eighty four cents. Nice, nice, nice. We're almost there. I very explicitly told people do not donate money to this. So I'm we glad. Are you money. Eighty four. Are you semi employed? Yeah, semi unemployed. Underemployed. He's underemployed. You know what I always wonder when they put out like job statistics and it's like, oh, you know, the, the economy added like 300,000 jobs. I'm like, how much is that? Right. How many of them are me working three bullshit jobs that don't account to one real one? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Like I have, right. Like or two things. They would count me as having two things. You have three things. Right. Oh, this motherfucker picked up another job. Look at this. The yeah. economy is great. You lost one job. You yeah, this this three. fucking guy went down to the job store, and just picked up four jobs off the job tree. Look, that's great. He just he's working three jobs. Like no, well, not really, but that's what it looks like, right? Right. God. Yeah. So not so. What is the uh, question? What's Mark Twain say? There's all kind. There's lies. There's damn lies. He's like, and then there's statistics. <laughs> he's like, there's three types of lies. Lies. Damn lies. And then statistics. He's like, uh, what do you say? Oh, man, <laughs> we uh, the inflation's down a percent. Oh, but we don't count gas, rent, yeah. housing, uh, lumber, oil. What the fuck do you count? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, shit. It's like, hold on, let me skew the numbers. Hey, listen, it's like if I'm undefeated at 145. <laughs> There you go. Like, yeah, it's true. Yeah. I'm gonna fuck, but I'm not gonna celebrate that, right? Because then when you actually look at it, it's like, yeah, well, you only had like one fight at 145. <laughs> Dude, I've I've had promotions try to pull that shit with me where they like, you know, you got like a like a, a press release or a media packet or whatever, and it's like, yeah, so and so, like undefeated at lightweight, and you look at their record and it's like, all right, well, they're fucking eight and five. And uh, like the the four losses are at one seventy and one eighty five, but they Is only have two fights at fifty five. Like, and it's like sixty five, you know. Right? Yeah, big boys. Well, I saw I saw uh, speaking of the big boys, I saw Tanner Bozer this weekend and an unsuccessful cut to two hundred five. But further evidence of my theory that about eighty percent of professional heavyweight MMA fighters are just fat light heavyweights. And you could probably say about 70% of light heavyweights are just fat middleweights. So I don't know. <laughs> I'd say the least fat weight classes is 170 and under. For sure. You never see anybody fat in those weight classes. I'll joke make 125. Oh, God. <laughs> You'd have to cut his dick off. <laughs> You know, have to cut fucking more than that off. Pounds. <laughs> okay, that's like two pounds at least. He's never gonna make weight. He's gonna be like, all right, everybody, tune into the weekly scraps. Weekly <laughs> <laughs> scraps, guys. I just got oh. my kidney removed. But I think I think I said Jake now, now, motherfucker. <laughs> in, said, you know, inside, I mean, that fight's weight. coming up soon. It is. We're coming in hot. Yeah. Is Bola uh, getting on the main card? Main card, saw, baby. It yes. looks like it. Is that official? Main card, main card Maddie. Yes, sir. Wow. We love to see it. It makes sense, though. It's a it's a lightweight fight for a ranking. Yeah. Against two perennial. Right. Two great action fighters. Like, what, what more do you want for a main card? Lightweights. Yeah. Who both been in the UFC for half a decade at least. You want action. You want gusto. You right. want machismo. Frivola. And that's yeah. two years already. So you're talking about at least five years. Matt, yeah, Matt came in. What was it? The second season of Contender Series or the first? 
It might have been the first. It was first or second. And I he, think yeah, he's first or second. I think we're five or six deep now. Yeah. One more. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so you're talking about five years in the UFC. Drew Dober, maybe seven years in the UFC, maybe more. Two veterans, uh, two great, yeah, exciting lightweights. Fuck two guys it. who have never been in a boring fight. No. Ever. Uh, yeah, Steamroll's been looking good. You know, unfortunately, Billy Q's fight went south, but he did fight a killer against Barbosa. That was, that. listen, all love to Billy Q. We, we love the guy. Nothing but respect for him. He'll be yeah, back so, better than so, ever in no time. Besides the barstool jackass trying yeah, to fuck that guy. You saw that, you saw that Harry? Fuck that guy, dude. Jersey Jerry, what the fuck, bro? This guy, this guy is best known for one shitting himself on the subway, and two making a video where he was watching a Steelers game and threatened to kill himself. Those are his two big claims to fame. And you're gonna sit there and talk shit to a fucking UFC fighter, telling him get him a GPS and this, that, and the other thing, and fucking saying that you forgot to tag him and tagging him after, like, eat shit, dude. Who the fuck are you? And yeah, Matt, being Matt, was just like, I'll see you next week when I'm at the barstool office. That's the original problem I had with Ariel Hawani back in the day. When he first started, he would be super aggressive with fighters. And I'm like, the fuck is this guy? I'm oh, like, I love I, maybe I love I'm super rampage. sensitive you about fighting. You beta. What? The rampage one like, was good. Beta. Yeah, oh, the rampage. Remember, oh, that's, on beta. that's my first career. So I that's what I remember always. And... uh and yeah, I know fighting's a sport, yeah. but of any sport, to me, it's the rawest. Because I told you how I feel as an artist. An artist puts himself on display, cuts himself, and bleeds all over, and then says, watch me suffer and bleed. So that's what an artist does. Harry's artist, artist of the year. That does that shit yeah. in front of everyone and actually does bleed, not metaphorically, physically, in front of his crowd for his art. So to me, it's more personal and someone who has never done it. I can see them being callous about it. But if I fucking punched them in the fucking face and broke his orbital uh, bone with my elbow and then choked him unconscious, I think you'd have a different appreciation for the sport. So any guy that would like to talk shit, you know, welcome to. Uh, but that's what I would like to retort whenever they would sign a waiver to do that. Right. Wow. You guys see Animal Soul Frame got dark as <laughs> that, there, like... there are respectful ways to criticize fighters. You can you yeah. can criticize a fighter or their performance in a respectful way without being just a fucking dick about it or talking yeah. shit about it. Like there are ways to do that respectfully. Because guys get used to doing that shit for like football and baseball. Right. Where like now, these guys I also mean, have much bigger followings. They don't see their fucking mentions. Like, yeah, if you tag a UFC fighter, unless it's fucking Conor McGregor or some shit, chances are they're going to see and read that shit. Yeah. Like, they're, they're going to see that shit. Yeah, and fighters are sensitive. That's why we fight. Right. There's something there that we're like, it's actually a very sensitive thing that makes you want to fight and develop that type of uh, uh, toughness and skill set. So, yeah, fighters are sensitive. And these dudes that want to criticize... I don't like it. That's why the fucking MMA Avengers, we lead from the fucking front. That's okay? Right. All these other motherfuckers are out there talking shit, and I don't see them on the mat. We're in the gym. We're on the mat. In the cage. In the fucking ring. All right? At the doctor's office. At the doctor's office. <laughs> all right? Trying to get a good fucking knee brace. <laughs> and also looking for a hookup. For steroids, HGH, for Harry yes. Mack. DM me. Uh, what else would you like? I, I don't know. I want Winstraw. I want Tess. I want Decca. I want Tren. Oh, I, I hear want... that's good. Tren, I hear that makes you really a dick. Yeah. I want so all of it. All of it. Yeah. Put me on a cycle you... of all that shit, dude. And then yeah. you gotta get you gotta get the fucking the shit to cut you out, lean you out. You gotta it's a whole fucking I need the whole cycle. Yeah, ask uh, Ian, you guys can do it together in that point. <laughs> <laughs> yes, perhaps, perhaps. But yeah, as, as I was saying yeah. there, the the, the the polite way to analyze Billy Q's loss over this past weekend would be Edson Barboza made a fantastic fucking read and landed the perfect strike, and that was that. Billy will learn. He'll get better. He'll be back. No doubt in my mind about that. The fight, too. Did you see right after? Yeah, explaining so, it to him. But yeah. no, dude, it was, it was just like he timed up Benil Dariush. When Benil Dariush and Barboza fought at 155, 
You watch that whole fight, Darius, every single time. He probes out the jab. Right behind the jab is the double leg. Eventually, Barboza just sees it enough times where he times it up. And so he eats the jab. He knows the jab is coming. And as soon as he eats the jab, bang, rips that flying knee, knocks uh, Darius clean out. Same exact breed, which is incredible to me. Yeah, because Darius is a great fighter. Right. Uh, Styles make fights Mm. and making that read. Uh, what do you think Darius said he should get the title shot? You know, he was uh, he was upset to get skipped, but he still has to fight Oliveira. Yeah, that's title. a tough one. He, Benny can't catch a break, man. He really can't. But he's, he's so getting good. older, too. Could you fucking give this guy a break? Right. It's not like he – right. He hasn't been in action. Because all these guys are like the scale, too. Right. But no, that's why it's exciting to see like guys like Armin and Gamrod and all these guys coming up. Jalen Turner, you know what I mean? It feels like for the first time in a little bit, we have some some fun young talent coming up in the light. Who just lost to Islam? To Islam? Yeah, who just lost to Islam? Not Volk before him, the lightweight. Was it Gaethje or Borea? It was Oliveira. Oh, Oliveira, that's right. So he beat the guy. So Oliveira beat both Gaethje and Borea, right? Right. And Islam finished Oliveira. I know MMA math don't work like that, but it kind of is coming to the point where it's like, who is he gonna like? Who are they gonna match him up? It's kind of stale. Poirier, you know how that's gonna go. Poirier is gonna fucking get choked out. I'm just saying. Like, I love Dustin, but he loves to give his back in the clinch along the cage. It's his fucking kryptonite. Right. He's like, it's oh, his man. kryptonite, man. You got me. You got my back. <laughs> Aw. Aw, shucks. Here we are again. Poirier yep. has to win a title. Like, I feel like he's the, like, in that Bisbing type you of remember. He's, there's a lot of Tony Ferguson parallels. Both won an interim belt. Never, never really, you know, always the bridesmaid, never the bride, always right on the fucking edge there. Uh, In another dimension, you know, Tony's the champ. Too bad. Man. Uh, he just kind of passed him by that fight with Gaethje. He almost won. That was and, a f- tough one. That was tough to watch. turned on him. As a guy who really, really liked Tony Ferguson, not like, likes Tony Ferguson, that was a really, I mean, his last few fights have been really tough to watch, but. Yeah. The uh, fairest fight was him and Nate. Yeah. And I mean, that was, you want to talk about the MMA gods just like stepping in and making it happen? That was correct because Nate had no business in there with Kamaev and Tony had no business in there with, uh, well, he was supposed to fight the Leech, right? Legion Liang? I think so. Yeah, yeah. Neither of those fights had any business happening. Tony and yeah. Nate was the fight to make. Yeah. Good old thank, guy fight. Thank the gods that they stepped. I was like, oh, praise Odin when I heard that. Still fixed, in my opinion. Tony <laughs> Ferguson doesn't fight at 170 for 10 years. Nate Diaz is at 170. Oh, and then the 178 fight between Hamzad and Holland. Yeah. Hey, listen, Nate went five rounds. With Leon, and almost almost knocked him out. He almost did it. It's just so funny that that everybody's lasting memory from that fight is Leon looking like a fucking bobblehead and not beating the <laughs> shit out of Nate for not four and a half rounds. Up for four rounds, yeah. No. But let me tell you, that's the way it goes. So um, such is life. Nate has a great strategy, but he doesn't use his tactics well. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. I mean, instead of instead of swarming Leon and looking for the finish, he stood there and pointed at him. And also, talk about a guy who has a great ground game. That guy should shoot a takedown every five punches. Right. But no desire. Yep. No desire. He's got the ca- gas tank. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, the gas tank. He can rob dudes if he wanted. Yeah. And better them, and and better really, because he's smacking guys up and finishing guys like that without doing that. We need to get Marab to do the Georgian slap. <laughs> I saw Marab over there climbing trees in Italy. Looks like he's having a hell of a time. You love to see it. How much does that guy get around? Because I saw him <laughs> days ago at Sarah's. Well, now he's in Italy. <laughs> 
He's an international man of mystery. Mr. International. He wears a top I thought I was the most interesting man in the world. <laughs> but uh, apparently, Marab's making a run for it. Rob, I've watched the fuck out of a Marab reality show. Uh, and then the you pay point. extra for the OnlyFans. <laughs> right. That's right. So it's like he goes out with a girl, right? And then it's like, boom, $29.99, you see the rest. I'll show you why they call me the machine. <laughs> or no, they got to do it by the hour. It's like ten dollars an hour. Next thing, but you can't back out. Next thing you know, you're into that shit for eight, nine, ten hours. He you're like, oh, motherfucker, your wife thousand dollars. I didn't know it was going to be ten hours of fucking watching the machine. Fuck. I, 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 I closed the fucking screen, but it charged by the hour. What? I can see Marab with the bow tie. Just the bow tie. <laughs> Yo, Carhanna is going to light heavyweight. Who? Who? Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, the fuck. I just I don't care about light heavyweight till Yuri comes back. Mickey Mouse belt, Mickey Mouse division. Jamal Hill is not the best light heavyweight on earth. That's just a fact. I'm sorry. Is there a grand scheme? I'm gonna have to develop. And you think Jamal Hill is the best light heavyweight on earth? Right now. He beat Glover, and Glover is good, right? And he beat Yuri in terms of Instagram comedy. <laughs> oh, no, Jamal Hill's the funniest motherfucker out oh, there. He's a great I, poster. Great wait, poster. I'm coming. I'm coming. Like the types of entrance <laughs> fighters. Great poster. Great poster. Great skits. I'm For a big sure. fan. I'd love to get Post, him on the Posting podcast. weight chat. Him and Paolo Costa. I'd love to get him on the podcast, and you can tell him how you feel, Harry. Uh, I think he's a great fighter I mean he's the fucking champ He beat one of the best guys Is he the best ever? No Is he the best right now? Yeah I mean you can't argue with that The guy (sighs) has mad skills Glover was coming to kill Glover was coming to kill I just feel like there are I feel like there are multiple guys in his own weight division Who would beat him right now Right now I would pick Magomed Ankalaev over him Right now without hesitation I would pick Maybe I would pick Yuri over him without hesitation. As Yuri, soon as Yuri's healthy. Listen, I really like Yuri, so I think Yuri. Uh, Yuri, Yuri vacated. A n- normal. Saw, like this, this, is, this is an interim belt. In my brain, this is an interim belt. <sighs> Yuri vacated I because he's a good. Before, so to me, sure, sure, I get that. But Yuri vacated. He didn't have to do that. So in my brain, that right. belt isn't going to be that belt isn't going to be legitimate until that fight happens. I. I do think that Yuri should win that fight, though. Even though I think Jamal Hill, listen, he's the champ right now, best light heavyweight right now. He's a good fighter. He's, he's a good fighter, he's but he went he went life and death with Thiago Santos in his fight in the fight before the title fight. Bro, how do you know the guy didn't have diarrhea? I don't. I don't know he didn't have diarrhea, but I know he went you know, life and death actually, with the ghost of Thiago Santos. I know, and Tiago Santos looked even worse after that. So yes, <laughs> you know Tiago Santos gave a lot in that fight. Obviously, <laughs> maybe that was his last. Maybe That's that a was... hell of a spin. That's a hell of a spin. I respect uh, it. <laughs> I see, I see right through what you're doing, and I respect it. I award the game, game recognized game, animal. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but no, I think Jamal Hill's a great fighter. You know, I, I no, look. He's is a he lot in of my fun. top of all time? No, but I tell you what, and the guy's a dog. Oh my god, this just came to me. This would be Manimal, like explaining why he slept with the king's wife. Hey, king, you know you're always busy. Maybe your wife. Okay, Manimal, I see your point. Don't worry. <laughs> Off my with the queen's head. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd be like, don't worry. Didn't you always uh, want? You know. uh to have more free time, now you do. Don't worry, and don't worry, she calls out your name in bed. <laughs> don't worry. I see your point. Uh, she does, 100%. I'll show you a video. We'll tape one right now. <laughs> Is it true that you are always a gust of wind could make you aroused and the crowd will go... <gasps> <laughs> Depends where that gust of wind Did comes Did you get from. HGH shots in your dick? Never. No. <laughs> Hopefully it don't come to that. But he lies, Saya. He lies. Show me, show me evidence. 
Uh, what what is there a card this? Oh yeah, Pavlovich bl- uh, Blades is this weekend. That's a rare good heavyweight fight. I thought you were gonna. Play I actually really like that fight. Wait, what was the? Oh, Jillian Robertson looked good and smoked the joint. Yeah, I, like I saw that. Fight. I did. See you know, that. I like. I was like, uh, and she did. You, the, did the you think? Game. Did you see a tap there, Manimal? There, the the I think it was Goddard, right? The, whoever the ref was said that it called it a verbal tap. I I thought it looked to me like she 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 got away with the the old Brazilian quick tap. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The the one it's and then decide you decide you're not going to do it. That's what I thought of it as. It looked like a one, and I was like, ah, not really, but right. Yeah. It looked like I'm thinking about it. Oh, never mind, never mind. But the ref has the right to stop the fight at any time. I was going to say that. It's up right. to the ref's discretion at the end of the day if he and wants to stop That it. was fucking deep. And Jillian yeah. Robertson is a dog with the jits. Yeah. So, like, that, that, somewhat, she was either going to tap there or get seriously, seriously hurt. So, I yes. don't know. You can't have a problem with that stoppage. Yeah. I mean, I, it looked tight. It was, it was in. She had the arm up. So right. You yeah. Have an arm bar and you're like flat like that. Not as bad as when you're like this, like when your shoulder comes off the mat and the yeah. arms back. Then that that fucking uh, that elbow socket's gonna break. Right, like full. She was full extension, like that. Yeah, and yeah, she knows cool. how to break. Right, which is they breaking, sm- breaking joints and smoking them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good bet. You used to make one. a shirt like that. I'll I'll donate. Hell yeah, but um, yeah, Pavlovich blades this weekend. I do like that fight. I like that one. That's a fun one. I think Curtis Blades probably wins that. I'm like the I've been holding more Curtis Blades stock than anybody I know for like five years yeah. now. So I need to be vindicated at this point. It's you wish you would have beat Ngani, right? Of um, course, of course. But I, I for I always liked Curtis Blades. I don't know what it was. He I mean, was he had, fighting someone and was actually doing good on the feet and then stopped and wrestled and got knocked out. Was it against Black Beast? Yeah, it was Lewis. He was looking good on the feet, decided to wrestle, shot in, and got fucking clipped with that uppercut on the way in and was out. But on the feet, he was actually doing good. I was like, oh. No, in his last <laughs> few fights, he's looked really, really good on the feet. He knocked Dawkus out, fucking pieced him up on the feet, didn't wrestle at all, really. So He's probably better for a guy like that who likes to wrestle. Why? <laughs> and put him right. against the cage. The way I've always just viewed Curtis Blades as one of very few UFC heavyweights who is actually very, very skilled. You know what I mean? A lot of heavyweights are big dudes. Right. A lot of guys there are big dudes who hit really fucking hard, and that's their bit. You know what I mean? But Curtis Blade is a really – he's a skilled fighter, and he's gotten so much better on the feet, so much more tactical, much better footwork, just much better, much cleaner-looking boxing, better striking. So – I, I do think that he is like a championship pedigree fighter. I would imagine a win here probably sets him up for, for a fight with, uh, I don't know if Bone Stipe is happening next, but I, I would imagine that puts him Most next in three. line. Yeah. Supposed to be Bone Stipe. Yeah. Curtis Blades Bones. It doesn't really sell. Doesn't do nothing for me. It doesn't really sell. But I the like Stipe, Blades. The Stipe thing is going to happen. I agree with, with you on that one, Harry. Everything you know, Blades is a great fighter. He has a he has the right pedigree. You know, couple bad decisions in fights. You think when you should his egg. You know what Julius Caesar says: the fortunes of warfare are always doubtful. On the same card, Bobby Green, yeah, Jared Gordon. Percent sure you're not. You know, when I hear a guy say it, remember what GSP said? They were, He was on Rogan, and uh, he's like, I can never sleep before my fights. And Rogan's like, you can never sleep before your fights? He's like, ha, huh, only one fight. He's like, before I fought Sarah, I, I slept that night. <laughs> That's you a good one. But it's the truth, and I know why. Because everyone was like, dude, you're going to crush this guy. He came off the reality show, you know. He's a 55. I know what they were saying. And that's when you know someone's ripe mm-hmm. to fucking fall. Whenever, Rest it on your laurels. Yeah, whenever I start hearing that shit. And you know how, what 99% of the time when a guy's going to lose? When he's talking about the next fight. Mm-hmm. Always. 
when I hear someone say that shit, I fucking am like, there's only one fight. One fucking fight at a time. That's it. You could fucking die right here. You could become permanently. You can't fucking think past this fight. This is this is it. You got one fight. Oh, when I win this fight, I'm gonna end it. What? We didn't even make it past this fight. We're we're backstage. Yo, I've had fighters. I've had fighters backstage being like, oh, after I win this fight, you know, then I'm. I was like, what? Shut up. <laughs> you think it'd be badass if I say this on the mic? You think it'd be badass if I say that on the mic? You're like, Dude. no, no, that's different. That's good. That's visualization of the win oh, on that like fight. That? Like that's good. You should visualize yourself winning and getting the mic. But the fight after that, then you're already looking past the one. Right here. I get yeah. that. I think that's a fair distinction to make. I agree. Yeah, like if you're thinking, I want to, I want to wear this. I want. I'm. I'm putting effort into this fight. Right, but it's, it's still different. about this fight. Once you start thinking about, oh, after this, I'm gonna do. You're gonna what? How do you know you could do anything? How do you know you're gonna be in the hospital for three weeks? You know what I mean? You don't know. Don't fucking make no plans after the fight. <laughs> I always do get surprised when I see fighters posting like sponsored after party here and there. You know what I'm talking about? You ever seen that shit where it's I like, oh, yes. this is where the after party is? I'm just like, yo, like, you like, you, who, you might be at the fucking hospital, bro. How are you signing up for a sponsored after party? So That's weird. crazy to me. Yeah, like I fought my first fight at Bellator was at Mohegan Sun. I was in the hospital for two hours and then figuring out, you know, so it's right. like... You just, you never fucking know. What after party? There's no after party to be done. I'm like... I've always some of my friends waited and we had dinner at like midnight. I, I I definitely know it's like an old man yelling at cloud take, but that's one thing I'll never understand. That one's always been weird to me. I'm a fight. I don't like it either. I've never done it. I don't think I would. I'd be like, yeah, yeah I've, that's the answer. Ike. <laughs> what? The almighty dollar. <laughs> so good. Jared Gordon, Bobby Green on that undercard. You can't do anything with that money. I can't That's that as much fun as you could do for free. <laughs> Perhaps. Yeah, though, that's a great fight, Ike. That's a great Which fight. fight. Bobby Green, Jared Gordon. Uh, I was about to put it on the lower third. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? You think it should have been the, the early prelims? Always bump for Jared fight. And also James Gonzalez on Bellator. Yes. Let's go. Talk about praying to the gods. I what pray. Yo. Does anybody know what shape he's in? Can anybody like fill us in? Sick shape. I okay. seen him the other day. Like COVID sick. He's, he's like, always in good shape. Bro, the fucking kid just, you know what they tried to do with him and Aaron Pico. They yeah. want to try to kill him. Well, yeah. Okay. What, what? How long did he have for this fight? They give him two weeks' notice. Fight Aaron Pico. Okay, really? How long do you think Aaron Pico knew he was going to fight at that date? Yeah, definitely longer than weeks. I bet you at least six weeks out. They were like, "Listen, we want to put you on this uh, Honolulu card. We'll find you an opponent. Start getting ready. You know, start getting ready. Make sure you're in in fight shape. And then two weeks out." Oh, James, call this guy. He just fought. Just fought. What, beat, a ranked, beat a ranked opponent. Didn't get his number. Didn't get his number. Beat a ranked opponent. All right, that was fucking well, weird. Beat the number. Now let's give him Aaron Pico, who's ranked what? Four? He's got to be. Got to be in their top five. Are they going to give him a fucking number? I mean, if he wins this fight and they don't, I don't know what, what mm. are we doing here. Is he going to be a bigger dog than he was in the, the May fight? He was, he was six to one. I'm curious. I wonder if that line has opened anywhere yet. Uh, I'm looking. I'm trying to find it. Number four ranked Bellator fighter. Okay, so the number nothing guy. No, James is plus 475. Pico minus 750 is the number I'm seeing. So that's shorter, that's shorter odds than the last fight. What was the last fight? He was six to one. 
He was plus 600. Yeah, I think Harry made like 14 Harry Pico is better than Cody Law. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cody Law was ranked nine. Aaron Pico is ranked five. Does Aaron Pico well, do the box, box, guess... box, 30 seconds left, try to take him down? Like, what's the strategy here if you're Pico? I would imagine it's keep it on the feet. He's going to be the bigger, longer guy. His boxing is probably where he'll have the advantage. I don't think he wants to roll with James. Even though Pico's a wrestler, jujitsu wise, James is going to be on his back. Right. And he's going to be a combination then. We saw of, those elbows. Of fucking him up and trying to submit him. So I, I think Pico's James is like the captain of like the the law fighters in a way. Like he's that uncrowned king. Who? Like James. I feel like this is a big fight for him to. Really? Not Marab or Aljo <laughs> or Fazukia. They're in Vegas. Get it. They're in Italy right now. Frivola. Frivola. Well, if you're doing captains, you get four captains. Yeah. Do you? Matt, Maddie's definitely a captain. You get four captains? Oh. Yeah, what sport are we talking about? I've never been on that ship. I go to ship had one captain. Are we talking about boats talking? or well, this is I don't a know big what ship. we're talking about? It's a big ship. I don't know what to, is this a team thing? Because I never played sports. It's like a <laughs> it's like a well, you think naval ships only have one captain? Yes. Oh I yeah. watch below deck. I think okay, yes. by like, definition, that's what a captain is. I watch below deck. And yeah. they always have one captain. That's okay, right. Maybe James could be an admiral. And then a first mate. Admiral, that's above captain. Oh. You don't know your fucking ranks. <laughs> you never studied military history? Dude, I never studied Admiral's like a general. Admiral's like top. Captain's below admiral. Oh, I got to play Call of Duty again then. <laughs> you got to get your shit together, all right? Well, Call of Duty, isn't that like... The army, because then that would be like captain, <laughs> then colonel, or would it be? It's like captain, uh, major, lieutenant colonel, colonel, general, and then all the stars that go up. What would Ray be? Let's start with that. Ray's the fucking five star general. Okay, that's right. And I guess Matt would be too. It's like okay. when you have uh, two different fronts. So in World War II, you have a five-star general in both uh, divisions, right? So like, there's a five-star general or four-star general probably. There's like a four-star general in like Europe and then a four-star general in the Pacific Ocean. So it's like that. Like raise the the four-star general, five-star general of like the striking strategy department and then Sarah's like the four or five-star general of the like jujitsu mindset department. That's how I would see it. And then you rank them down from there. Right? So like under them is all the different generals. And then, yeah, because like Aljo would be the general, right? Marab might get a promotion soon. <laughs> uh, but whatever. Uh, that's enough of a military. <laughs> Animals military history corner. Military history. And we can, we can take all different uh, you know, civilizations and do their military history. Let me know. I'm open to suggestion. What's your favorite war movie? Favorite war movie? Ooh, that's a good one. I think I know my answer. Oh, yeah, see yours. I'm thinking. I am a very big fan of Fury. With uh, er, oh, that's tough because I Inglorious Bastards is also one of my favorite movies because that's a fictional story, so I feel like it doesn't count. But I love that movie. No, no, you can do fictional. All right, so Inglorious Bastards or Fury? Okay. I love a few things. Never War heard of it. Movie? Oh, huh? Never heard of it. <laughs> old, old, because it's nostalgic for me, is Red Badge of Courage. Only because it's a nostalgic Civil War one for me. Uh, but actual fuck, there's a few good ones. I love uh, Platoon. You know, um, I love Saving Private Ryan too. 
That first scene, that half hour of them landing on the beach is savage. Yeah, the hook is Call of Duty. What? They they recreated it in Call of Duty. <laughs> so then you understand Ryan is a private. That's the lowest rank. Well, they got what is I forget what Tom Hanks is supposed to be. Is he a captain? Is he a lieutenant? What is he? He had AIDS in Philadelphia. What? He had AIDS in Philadelphia. You have to tie it all up. But now he'd be fine. <laughs> That's right. Now they have AIDS medicine like it's fucking cough syrup. <sighs> Funny oh, do you have herpes? Let us know. <laughs> we got a bunch of shit for you. Thanks. Oh, oh here I we took, go. I took a bunch of edibles like an hour before the show, and I'm just feeling wonderful at this point. Oh, good for you. I love that for you. Can't smoke weed, but I can eat it. <laughs> <laughs> what else we got? Uh, I think see. we're... Climbing to stop. <laughs> we got May 6th. We got to figure out what we're doing for the MMA Avengers and UFC oh, Network. Don't forget. Yes. April 30th, Sunday. We're celebrating Manimal's birthday. Are we? What are we doing? <laughs> Some snakes. Recording. Why what do you mean you don't want to have him over? <laughs> I'm going to yeah. be away that weekend. You're away that weekend? Training camp with one of my uh, one of my boys, Matty G. He rented a place upstate. Going to do some mace, some jujitsu. I the think breeze. he likes he loves his breathing stuff. I like yeah, that. It'll be a good time. He really does like a fitness business camp. He's pretty good. He designed my um my landing page for my 21 day uh jujitsu program. It's pretty good. Oh yeah, and then we got a lot of stuff coming up. You know, Always we got, do. We got the UFC. Yeah. Hopefully, a Manimal training camp coming up. Manimal documentary coming out in June. Got a lot of stuff. Oh, oh yeah, token choke challenge. Doing a weed based yes. jujitsu. <laughs> I like that. Oh, this weekend, wait. April twenty second, you can catch. I believe two MMA Avengers on the commentary desk. Yes, Ike? Yeah, I'm hoping not to get fired by saying anything bad. I will just do sign language. <laughs> Ike and I will be doing play-by-play and commentary with Ben the Bane Davis at Flex Fight Series uh, Volume 22 this weekend. We're going to be doing the early so show. Harry, you better, you better leave this shit. You better um, leave this of shit. Of course, of course. Well, last time they just told me like they were, uh, TJ was just like, yeah. So are you good to be the like the lead play-by-play guy? And I was like, oh yeah. I mean, I've never really done this before, but sure. <laughs> You're like, I'm confident. Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> You're like, how hard can it be? Daniel Cormier does it. <laughs> That's right. I'd like to think it went pretty well. I got I got a couple good things <laughs> out of that. I mean, barely. I only said I only said fuck once. Um, if I'm not allowed to say fuck, fuck that. <laughs> See, I, I mean, the key is the key is you just power through it. That's the real key. You just keep it moving. You pretend it didn't even happen. If you linger Isn't on it, that's what it something like forty about. fights. It's a lot of fights. It's a Who lot of fights. 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 We're doing our show is I think uh, like eighteen. What? A lot of fights. <laughs> they're doing they're doing like four they're doing two cards, about forty fights in a day. <coughs> Why? We're doing the Ami card and then there's a pro card after that. That seems just like too much. I don't I don't make no, the rules, man. Stagger it. Do it just, every other weekend. I guess we the Ami's the Ami's, I mean at least those are like three twos, some of them, right? Yeah, yeah, a lot of them. It's a lot of kickboxing too, so a lot, a lot of two minute rounds. But my God, that's going to be a fucking twelve hour day. It's going to be. I think the show is slated for five hours. Okay, well, let's think about it by the numbers. If an okay. amateur fight runs three twos with a minute break, 
right? That puts you, Niall, at the actual fight taking nine minutes. Announcing all that bullshit. You're talking about at least 15 minutes of fight. That's four fights an hour. How many fights you got? 40? No, no. We're only on for, I think it's less than half of that. It's like 18, I think. I got 18 fights. Yeah. All right. 18 fights. Yeah, you get five hours. Yeah. The, the math adds up. 40 fights would be 10 hours. No, I, it's the, the second show starts at seven. Fucking. Oh, and uh, then that's going to go another five hours. Bane, Bane is doing all 40 fights, which is crazy. <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, so I'm right. It's 10 hours. For, for, yeah, no, so that's like. You're I, dude, doing I couldn't five do hours, right? Noon to seven. I, bro, I was dead after the last show. And we had, I think we had 12 fights at the last one that I did. And I was fucking exhausted after that. It's like, you know, you got to be locked in the whole time. And I also was the only person without a fucking cough button. So I was on a hot mic the entire night. I had to I mind, my, mind my P's and Q's. Dude, I don't know how... That's why Ray might be the, high, the highest ranking. Because how the fuck at 65 or whatever he is, he does that shit all the time. Being up and like ordering guys. I'm tired. After I do that shit, I'm like, uh, I'm fucking... I, I want a nap. I'm like, shit. I'm like, that was a lot of work. I'm like, very emotionally invested here. (laughs) Like, every weekend. Like, Vegas here, there. It's a lot. to Ray Longo. That's the real MMA goat. That's fact. You need to get the Ray Longo documentary out. I told Jake, every time you're around Ray... You get as much footage as you can of him. That's right. When it comes time to make Ray's doc, it'll already be done. Mm. That's, a good, it. That's, That's a good move. That's a good move. But yes, yeah. throwdownsports.com. You can use promo code Harry Mac for 10% off and help me pay my bills, which is pretty sick, right? Who doesn't want to do that? Guys, go to Harry's GoFundMe because we also need to get him a state of the art. No, don't do that. No, buy the pay per view. Don't do that. Buy the pay per view. Or you can send it directly to Harry. Just yes. Venmo him. That works too. Venmo or Cash App him, okay? <laughs> and just make sure you write in the comments for uh, favors. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, all right. Oh, it is right, always guys. a pleasure, my friends. Always a pleasure, Harry. Love you guys. Please note, the new number is...